Welcome to the State of Fem Art Podcast, a space where we drive conversations around what it means to be woman creatively and artistically in today's industry. A place where women from various walks of life share their experiences, triumphs, and obstacles as they navigate the state of the world and their creativity. This is a safe space. One where women are celebrated for being fearlessly and unapologetically them. It is a space of belonging for those who feel their artistic and creative endeavors have gone unseen, unheard, or unsupported. But here you will also get resources and tools to help you reach your next level. We'll laugh together, cry together, but more importantly, we'll grow together. I am Tamia Faulkner, and this is The State of Fem Art. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The State of Fem Art podcast. I'm so excited to have a super special guest today. And you know what? I'm going to let her introduce herself. Katrina, how are you? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. I'm so excited to finally chat with you and get you on the podcast. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Um, Well, I'm just going to introduce myself. My name is Katrina Lee. I'm the operations manager for Jamcard. And Jamcard is an app, which is similar to LinkedIn, but it's for music professionals. And it's a vetted community of the best of the best, the top tier music professionals from songwriters to producers to even crews such as tour managers, stage managers, um, and everything like that. Prior to that, I did work at the Recording Academy that's also known for the Grammys for five years in their membership department. Oh, wow. So you've been all up and through <laughs> the music industry. Did you, is that something that you always innately knew you wanted to do was like work in the music industry? Or is it something that sort of you fell into? Actually, it's something I've always wanted to do I want to say since high school so I've always been a fan of like music and film and just entertainment and a very like big concert lover due to my parents so going off going off of that I really just always had a passion of what was happening behind the scenes so it's like okay if someone if we were at a concert it was like okay well what are they doing backstage what are these people doing here um and I've always been drawn into music so right out of high school I went to Cal State Fullerton where I went straight into a marketing degree and I really emphasized on entertainment so from there I had the pleasure of interning at two record labels which was Atlantic and Interscope and it was in their publicity department but at the same time having a marketing degree instead of pretty much marketing a brand you saw that in publicity, it was a way of like marketing their artists and materials um, for upcoming releases, which was great. Yeah, there's always an interplay bef- between marketing and PR. Yes. <laughs> and just being in that world, I think integrated brand communications is so important because they all in some way or another rely on right. each other. Right, exactly. And like I said, I just... I just ended up going right in for it. I think me knowing what I was doing prior to attending college was really helpful because I just set my my steps and my goals of how to move forward to complete like my success in the career that I wanted. And I, I seem to be doing well. So I'm really blessed for that. 
I would definitely say you're doing well. (laughs) Thank you. What has that journey been like for you navigating the industry, starting off as an intern at the various labels that you mentioned, and then, you know, being at Cal State Fullerton up until now as the director of operations for Jamcart? Because a lot of people think things like that happen overnight. (laughs) And so I want you to speak a little bit to the journey it took to get from being the intern, you know, the hustle and bustle to where you are now. Yeah, I can honestly say it was a, it was, it's been a long process. I mean, nowadays interns are lucky enough, you know, to get paid. Um, And (laughs) when I was attending college, you could only get school credit. So a lot of the hard work Listen, that I was doing, I did not know about that life. Yes. Like, I, like when I was an intern back in the day, we didn't get anything. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, interns is, is considered, you know, a part-time job for them, which is great. But, you know, I had the internship experience where everything was volunteer, you know, and really no reimbursements for specific things. So I, I, of course, had to still work other jobs, but I think the main goal was like trying to really succeed and seeing, okay, with internships, it was kind of a hit or miss for me of like, is this what I want to do? Which I think everybody should experience that before really going into the career that they thought or they think that they want to go into. So for me, I was blessed enough to be in these spaces and be like, you know what, this is exactly what I want to do. And so what I had to do is really push myself to continue to learn within that space. So from, from the internships until even after college, I just started applying. I did a part-time job at CBS radio. Um, In between that, I started reading books of development that came for helping my career and like my growth of things. Um, And on top of that, I um, even applied at the Recording Academy, which a lot of people don't know, for four years straight before even landing an interview. Um, And so I think the main thing right now is to realize my growth just from that, you know, just from interning to realize, okay, this is what I want to do. How can I make this successful? And I think it's really just a determination of yourself and what you do to get to that point of like, being successful. That's what I want to speak to a little bit more because I think when you enter into certain rooms and you're on the climb up, whether it be in the music industry or whatever industry you're after, a lot of people deal with imposter syndrome. Like once they get their foot through the door or in the room, was there ever a moment for you where you thought to yourself, am I cut out for this? Do I belong here? What am I even doing? You know, you know what? I, f- I feel like I've experienced that honestly through every level of my, of my career, uh, to be honest. I saw where people were and I had to realize, okay, I can't look at social media. I can't, I can't look at how other people's journeys are. This journey is going to be for me. But the time that, okay, my hard work did pay off and I'm sitting here like, wow, like, should I be here? What's going on with that? Um, but at the end of the day, when you ask that question, am I cut out? It should always be yes, because you have to realize the journey that you just experienced to go through that. I feel like your mind just plays games with you sometimes of like, you're not supposed to be here. This is not what you're supposed to be doing. But it's like, no, this is what I've been wanting to do. And I think when 
people have this dream and this aspect and it, and it manifests into the world and you actually are doing everything, it is a lot to take in. But I feel like I need to start and I have been making sure in a more positive way I'm sharing that energy with other people because you people don't know the personal jo- journey in regards to like the emotions that go into it, the the hard work, like the extra stuff that you're doing to even succeed in that type of position to get where you need to be. And that's from being in college, from interning to like now, you're always going to face some type of roadblock where you're going to get tested. And I feel like people should just be able to take that test and, and learn from it, whether you pass or you don't pass, just study on why you haven't you know, why it was a failure or why it was a success and then keep learning from there. That's one of the reasons why I love this, doing this podcast so much because I get to speak to so many tenacious women who are in different aspects of the arts and entertainment industry and like male-dominated industries. And I think a lot of the times, especially as women, there, I feel like we've been told or have adopted at some point or another in our lives these social norms where you know we've been told that we are good enough for being a girl or a woman or we're not as equipped or we can't be as vocal or else what will appear in a certain way especially when it comes to leadership roles so for you especially being in it because the entertainment industry media industry entertainment overall is a very cutthroat industry so you have to have some grit so would you say that the entertainment industry is a bit more difficult to navigate as a woman and are there any odds that you've had to face within your journey I wouldn't I wouldn't say difficult I would just say as a female it just seemed like you have to show up more for yourself, if that makes sense. Um, in a way where, yes, it's it's very male-dominated, but I think as a female as well, just being able to stand out, whether it's at the seat at the table or just within your day-to-day, that I, I have realized that has been helpful for me. Um, I also have grown to have, you know, males as allies and even as mentors that's been able to really help me navigate that male industry. And the cool part about it is, you know, there's always people or male, I would say, that are willing to want to see females win, you know, and cancel out the norm of just males being higher up or anything like that, or the female being the assistant. It's like, I've really been able to have in a space where I can grow from that. And I was blessed enough to have a lot of females around me in the music industry as well that shared their stories and also helped me of the do's and don'ts that was super helpful of like how to approach approach situations when it comes to your attitude and your personality. Um, unfortunately, as women, you know, we are very more emotional at times and just being able to put a foot down, stay stern and really meet the males at these levels um, has been great to see on different aspects. And I've been able to learn a lot. Um, and in regards to obstacles, there was many obstacles that I faced where, you know, the male wanted to win. And so you kind of just have to fight your battles of, of where you want to take a step back and kind of learn from that and then have them look a certain way or where you really feel you need to stand up for yourself 
um, in regards to like that certain um, situation or whatever that comes about. I think there's something so vital that you said, and that's allyship on both sides of the fence, because, you know, I think there is a need and a necessity for, you know, male allies, as well as having female allies who can help you and teach you and show you or give you some of the things that they've learned along the way so that you have that insight as you also navigate your perspective industry. I think that's so important. And that's something that we don't talk about enough. We talk about women supporting women, but there are men who also advocate for and want to see other, you know, women within the industry win. Yes, yes. And I I feel honestly, I've seen that a lot more now, honestly, than I have um, when I first started in the industry. So it's really great to see that growth of just like, male appreciating women and what they do and the hard work that they do put in on a day-to-day and that it's finally I feel like it's more being recognized more often than normal or than it used to in the past years yeah I feel like that's that's so dope when you can have you know a, a man and and also women who are really walking hand in hand with you I think that's so important so what advice would you give to other women who do want to break into or or work in the music industry? What are some of the tips and um, tricks, if you will, (laughs) that you would give to them? Yeah, um, for me, it was really narrowing down um, my skill of like, okay, I know I want to be in entertainment, number one. Do I want to be in music and film? Okay, I know I want to be in music. Okay, but what aspect of the music? Because there's a lot of stuff. There's from behind the scenes, from production you know such as lighting directors and different things like that to production managers and tour managers to just um you know marketing directors and you know you could be a producer an engineer there's just so many different aspects of the music industry that women can get into and just people in general so I think the main thing is to really feel figure out where your talent is where kind of do you see yourself navigating? Do you like to be in the front of things? Do you want to be behind the scenes? I think really narrowing down and taking like a small quiz for yourself of like, okay, what do I like to do? What I don't like to do? And where can I see myself good at? I know I want to be in the industry, but how can I be able to succeed and figure out what I want to do? And that was really helpful for me in in realizing okay, I can see myself doing this versus this. I know personally, I'm not talented whatsoever. I cannot sing. I cannot do anything. So I knew, okay, (laughs) that's out the window. Um, But I want to be in music. So let me try something else. So I think that's just the number one goal is to really be truthful with yourself of like where you want to be and, and what you know you're good at and what you can do. And then from there, I would say start doing the research. I mean, of course, LinkedIn has been phenomenal and being able to like figure out, you know, and actually look at how different people have their journeys, you know, and then being able to still figure out and do that outreach. Like it's okay to reach out to people. Sometimes you might not get a response, but I just say like, keep going and trying and saying, hey, like I saw you here or I realized you went to this college or whatever the case is. Like, do you have time? And I think that's what's great about just being in the industry nowadays is I started noticing like people in college nowadays 
are way bolder than I would have ever been. Like they're able to like find themselves at an earlier, you know, at an earlier time in their lives and just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to go for it. And I really admire that so much. Cause for me, I just, I just felt like I had to go through a specific path, but not everybody's path or not the path that's suggested is right for them. Right. So I think the best thing to do is really just hone in to create your own path instead of just following what other people say. Other people can suggest things, but at the same time, being able to create your own path in the journey, I think is going to be really helpful down the line. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, during your previous interviews and times where I've gotten to drop in and hear you speak, I've heard you mention so many books that have been inspirational or influential to you along the way. What are some of the books that you would recommend uh, for people to read or tap into if not just if they want to get into the industry, but even also in just bettering them themselves as they go after their dreams and ambitions? Yeah, I would personally, number one for me was a book called People Tools. Um, I believe the author is Alan Fox. I apologize if I do have that wrong, but um, they have different versions of people tools. So it's pretty much like 50 quick points of how to navigate more of your personal life and communication with people. And then they also have a business side uh, that I also read that was super helpful in really understanding how to communicate better just as a, like as a professional person in general. Um, And then a lot of nowadays, of course, a lot of people don't do a lot of phone calls and, you know, a lot of things are more in a digital aspect. So this book called Digital Body Language is also a great one on top of um, the the memo by Minda Hart. And the memo is really just, it's more dedicated to people of color, but just showing how you can step up to the plate at the table. And um, in re- even not even just a book, I've even done further and even going to textbooks. Yes, I'm not in college anymore. I'm not in school, but I purchased textbooks that certain classes would use um, in order to gain more knowledge. And so I've I've even gone that route of getting textbooks for like um, event entertainment and production, as well as um, even just different dictionaries pertaining to my career that helped me understand specific language. So I wasn't going in blind half of the time. And this is why you are the GOAT. <laughs> I know, because it's, it's so important, I feel, to stay studied, well-studied right. in the things that you say you want to pursue. I think, you know, that's so admirable. So what are you most excited about right now? I mean, personally, professionally, what are you most excited about? I think profession, um, personally, I'm just more excited about learning about more about myself, Um it's been a lot of growth that has happened for me within these few years um, in regards to personal and business. And I think I'm testing myself of how far I can go and like how much I'm willing um, to deal with on different levels, how much I'm willing to take, what else I can be learning, what else I feel like I'm good at. Um, I think it's it's been great and I've been really excited about it. And also just on my, in regards to my career, I'm just excited for the challenges. 
Um, I've I've done certain jobs where I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But at the same time, like if you're challenged with something, it faces you to like open your eyes to a whole different level of stuff of like, okay, how can I be successful? Like, what can I do to pass this this next level in my life or in my career? And so um, even if I fail, it's like, okay, well, I learned from it. I can be able to learn and make sure next time I'll do it like this, or I know to never do this ever again. Um, so I think right now that's mostly what I'm excited for. It's just the new challenges that are going to develop and come into my life, um, whether it's personal or a career. That's so amazing. And, you know, I feel just the self-development piece is important at every step of the journey. Like you can't leave that out because I feel from stage to stage, you always evolve. You're ever evolving. Exactly. And, and you know, that might change a new book I might end up reading, you know, or take a new course or just different things like that. Like I feel like nowadays things happen so quickly you have to like kind of just keep up with stuff. I think that's the most, I think that's the hardest part right now is like being kept up with everything happening because it's a lot happening in so many different ways and aspects and different journeys people are doing. It's just, it's a lot right now and it can be overwhelming, but I think realizing how to take it all in without growing some type of stress or anxiety, I think is a learning tool as well. So Let's let's keep with the taking everything in. What have been some of the most memorable moments for you um, in your career up until this point when you think about your journey? Are there any moments where you look back or maybe you look ahead and you're super proud of yourself or it's a moment you'll never, ever forget? Yeah, I want to say... One of them, honestly, is when I landed that interview at the Recording Academy. That was, I think that was the height of like, okay, I'm I'm getting somewhere with this. I mean, like I said, it took four years for me to land an interview. And here I go sitting in a parking lot at the grocery store and opening the email, which I still have, I kept, I should probably print it out. But having the email to just say, you know, congratulations, we just, we're, we're just, wanting to let you know we're interested in interviewing you even if I didn't land the job I mean that's a blessing on its own but for me to even land the interview to me was one of the most successful successful experiences I've ever had with my career because it showed that if I kept pushing myself I could get to where I want to be and so that really inspired me and will has I feel like has forever changed my life because it changed it's to the point where it changed me as a person and it grew my journey into where I am now. Um, and the great part about it is even at my job at Jamcard now, I still, you know, end up working and dealing with Recording Academy members and staff, which is just blown away because they've already been family to me. But in order for me to have a new family with Jamcard and then now it's like merged together, I think that's one of the greatest experience ever in regards to my career. And in general, just being able to meet um, certain people that you've admired throughout the years, had posters on on your wall or different things like that, to know you by name personally and take the time to really sit back and ask how you're doing, I think has been, I, I can't even explain it. It's just been such such a blessing to show my growth within my career that I could sit 
sit down and have these conversations with people that some people might not ever meet, but listen to their music for like decades to come. Kudos to you just for all of the, just all of the tenacity and resilience that I'm sure were was required up until this point. So for some of our um, artists who are, are listening and those who do want to plug in, what are some of the things that um, you think artists should know about uh, the Jamcard platform and, and things they, tools and resources they can take advantage of to continue to help to cultivate them within their careers? Yeah, so coming as um, like the new artist up and coming, I would say to really try to take advantage of the Jamcard educational platform. So again, it's called Jamcard Mentors which is www.jamcard2ms, J-A-M-M-C-A-R-D.com slash mentors. And they can book 30 minutes to 60 minute sessions with people heavily involved in the industry at this current moment that are best in their craft. So it can be an engineer, it can be a songwriter, a music director. Um, even We even have music executives on our platform. Just somewhere where even if you're stuck somewhere within your journey, you know, you have these people where you can be able to book them for mentorship and say, hey, I'm stuck here or I have this path I'm going on and they can be able to help you. I think for me being in college, I just wish I had something like that where I could at least pick somebody's brain. And so that's what's been helpful of Jam Card Mentors is, you know, you're getting this personal one-on-one connection with with the person that's just left the studio with an artist, you know, that you where you admire and you want to be with them. So, and down the line, they get to know you, they see your work and you never know the relationship that happens down the line. Um, and from there, you know, they can always apply for membership at Jamcard. And like I said, it's vetted. So once accepted, you know, you have a whole different community that you can chime into and just really, um, communicate and learn from these people as well as being able to like get booked in different opportunities from live music, um, live sessions to recording, to tours, to everything that you can imagine. And I think the best part about it is just to keep going. So um, like I said, with Jam Card, I'm just really blessed to be able to be in the room where we help a lot of these people and we we help bring them the opportunities that you know, they can only dream about. And if I'm not mistaken, you're listed as a mentor as well, right? I, well, it was more of a tester, <laughs> but um, okay. down the line, you know, I've always considered mentorship um, a passion of mine. Um, when I was at the Recording Academy, I was blessed to be a supervisor for some of the incoming interns. And that's where I really felt like I gave back um, in a way of like, when I was in college, I really didn't have that straight guidance that I I really needed. And so to be able to, you know, when it comes to even resume development, just something so small like that, I was blessed to really be able to work with these interns and say, hey, if there's any questions you have, if there's anything you want to talk about, just let me know. And it ended up growing a friendship. I mean, a lot of these interns are now graduated from college, but they still keep in touch with me. So um, it's been really great. And also, like, when I interned at Interscope, I still keep in contact with um, my supervisor that was there. And that was all the way back in, like, maybe 10 years ago. 
So in order, it's just great to really grow those friendships like that. But I can honestly say if anyone ever has any questions or need to reach out, they can feel free to contact me. And how can our listeners get in contact with you and keep up to date with what you're doing? Yeah, I would say I'm I'm mostly on Instagram. So my my handle is call me underscore Trina, T-R-I-N-A. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. You can find me on there. Just search Katrina Lee Jam Card and I'm on Facebook as well. Um, and yeah, we can just connect through that way and hopefully grow a friendship. You just, the whole thing about about it that's cool is you just never know the season that, you know, people have in your lives. So I'm always blessed in meeting new people. Well, Katrina, I am so excited that we got this chance to talk because I know you've been trying to make it happen <laughs> for some time yes. now. And <laughs> Thank so, you so much I'm glad me. that our schedules finally synced and, and we were able to chat because I know there are so many young women and just, you know, people who are hopeful and striving and aspiring to do more, not just even within the industry, but whatever their dreams and aspirations are, I think, you know, hearing your story definitely resonates and just inspires people to keep going no matter what. So I really appreciate you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the State of Film Art Podcast. You can catch new episodes bi-weekly on Thursdays and make sure that you connect with us by following us on Instagram at SoFilmArt. And you can also visit our website and listen to past episodes at SoFilmArt.com.